our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Steelercombe, Washington, the home of five-star wide receiver Emeka Abuka, um, Ohio State's latest 2021 commitment. Congratulations, first and foremost, on your choice, Emeka. How hard has this last year been for you? Um, it's been pretty difficult, especially between all the complications with uh, COVID and stuff like that. Um, still haven't gotten a chance to play in my senior year, which I was looking forward to. Um, really close to all the Washington State receiving records and stuff like that. Um, so it's definitely uh, unfortunate that I wasn't able to do that. Well, not uh, yet. Not yet, but our season's in March, so uh, we'll definitely see about how many games we have too. But um, as far as recruiting goes, wasn't able to uh, get to any places and visits. I think I had like two or three visits scheduled with Oklahoma that got canceled, and I was trying to get out there to see the campus for the first time, which I did a couple weeks ago. But um, – yeah, it's been it's been pretty difficult, but can't complain too much. Everyone's in the same situation. A lot of people, Emeka, uh, I'll just I'm going to start from the the latest thing and work backwards. A lot of people assumed that because of the timing of your decision and when you made the announcement, you you got home from Oklahoma this past Sunday night. You said on Monday, I'm making my announcement on Friday. Everyone kind of leapt to conclusions, I guess is what I would call it. Um, what did you do when you got home? Because uh, for months you had talked about the fact that you were never going to make a decision before you visited Oklahoma, period. Like, and anyone who's paid attention to you should have known that you do nothing emotionally, mm -hmm. right? What happened from the time you got home on Sunday night to the time that you announced on Tuesday that you were making the, uh, the decision public? Well, first thing I did when I got home Sunday night is kind of just take my time and relax and let everything sink in. Um, played some Xbox with my friends to kind of get my mind off uh, stuff. And when I woke up Monday morning around 10 a.m., um, I grabbed my laptop, grabbed a piece of paper, and then just started writing notes and making a chart about each of the three schools. And um, from 10 to 12, uh, those two hours were spent just deciding what I thought was the best um, thing for me in my future. And then after I, I was done with my chart, um, I took it to my dad and had about a two-hour conversation with him to see what he thought and he agreed with my decisions. And then I took it to my mom and did the same thing. And we all came to the same conclusion and that's how I committed to Ohio State. On that chart, can you give us an idea of what a couple of things, the different parameters that yeah. were on it? There was probably about like 20 things that I was looking at or more, but um, it had to do with, you know, comfort level. If I can see myself living there, uh, opportunity to play, development, first round draft opportunity, the degree, business school, cause that's what I want to major in and uh, the coaches, all types of stuff like that. You know, for, for you, obviously, you're the number one ranked receiver in the country. There's opportunity anywhere for a guy of your athletic ability and your, you know, hard, your work ethic. Ultimately, when you talk about the chance to develop, um, what has Brian Hartline and Ohio State shown you that was different than, than Oklahoma or Washington or Clemson anywhere else? Yeah. Well, uh, you've seen the things that uh, Coach Hartline has done with his most recent receivers, even though he just got the job like three or three, four, three years yep. ago. So um, you've seen what he's done so far. And 
uh, not only just uh, Coach Hartline was a factor in my decision, but I thought it would be uh, great for me to develop in the receiver room, uh, surrounded with lots of great talent, knowing that I'm going to have to work really hard to earn my spot on the team. And I've always performed uh, better under pressure and when I'm chasing something. And um, I just felt like it'd be the most challenge for me to um, to develop and uh, compete for a spot at Ohio State. And that's what I ultimately thought would have made me better in the long run. You know, I think it's interesting. A lot of people, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume in, in the last couple months on the recruiting trail, other schools have tried to use that Oh, that depth that Ohio State has mm -hmm. as a negative. Was it a positive for you? Like to see that, hey, not only can you go there and, and get challenged, but also you're going to be in a room where you are given maybe more time to get yourself where mm -hmm. you need to be as opposed to being thrown into the mix and sort of handed a spot? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it definitely was a positive. Um, I'm, I wasn't raised the way that I'm going to shy away from any sorts of competition. And to not get anything confused, I'm fully going into Ohio State my freshman year for a starting spot. Like, that's my goal. Um, I don't want to come short of it. And um, I know I'm going to have to work really hard and develop uh, greatly to be able to do that because there's lots of talent in that room. But um, I expect nothing less of myself. What happened, um, you know, you you were planning on being at Ohio State in the spring for the spring game. That got canceled. There was talk about arriving there for an official visit in, in June. That got canceled. How hard has it been to just maintain that relationship with the Buckeyes? Because, again, there, there was this idea out there maybe that the relationship with them peaked too early and mm -hmm. that maybe, like, the, the glow had worn off. How did they and you keep that alive? Um, it really wasn't that difficult because I'm not the type to get caught up in all the flashy stuff. I knew what Ohio State had to offer from the beginning. And... Um, that feeling um, of visiting them my sophomore year never really left me because um, I knew I knew what they had to offer. I knew the energy there. And um, along with that, I kept my relationship with Coach Hartline and Coach Day really solid. So um, I, I, I knew what I was getting all along. One thing I think is interesting about the way these last few months worked out, and, and I think you'll admit it, your best relationship with another recruit is with Caleb Williams, the quarterback going to Oklahoma. The relationship with the Ohio State commits, and it's a very tight-knit class, but it's not one that you've gotten to know really well. Right. How do you handle that moving forward in these next couple of weeks? How do you get yourself so that, you know, you guys are on that same level? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a lot of talking and, you know, just what if it's playing Xbox with them or something, uh, you know, just looking forward to get close to my new teammates, even though I don't know them too well. Um, I've talked to uh, Jane Ballard a couple of times, uh, Marvin, uh, Kyle, Jack, all those guys, and, um, you know, going to be coming out there JT next. He's one of my guys in Washington, so um, I don't think I'm going to be any short of friendship at Ohio State. Let's – you brought him up, so we'll talk about JT, the JT – okay, can you help me with the last name pronunciation? Because I've always said it, yeah. Malau is how I say it. Am I totally wrong? What's the right way? Do you know the right way? I mean, I don't think you're totally wrong. Me and JT both have unique names. Um, I've al al always said it, uh, JT, to my Lau. Okay, so I'm, I'm on the right track yeah, at least. So. What is your role in recruiting him, and, and how different is, is that role if you don't enroll early at Ohio State? Because I, if you're in Columbus in two weeks, your opportunity to recruit JT changes a little bit. Mm -hmm. How do you see your role as, uh, as the Pied Piper for him now? I mean, I've known JT since I was in sixth grade probably, uh, playing on the same team. And, uh, you know, he's been my guy ever since then. And 
Um, we've always talked about playing in college together. All of us Washington guys really, and a lot of them ended up signing different places, but JT is one of those who is uh, still uncommitted. So I think it's my job to still chase him um, as I'm sure the other recruits in Washington are doing. So um, hopefully we get him to our side. But if I do end up enrolling early, um, I don't think my role changes that much. I just got to stay in contact with him and ask what he needs from me. Um, and hopefully he's able to become a Buckeye. Now, you don't have a lot of time to figure out if you're enrolling early. So what do you need to hear from the state of Washington? I mean, here we are, it's December uh, 10th right now. You're, um, when we're talking, your announcement is uh, on the 11th. You have essentially three weeks to figure that out. What is there a certain thing you're waiting to hear or is it a number of games? Is it whether or not the schedule is going to be played at all? Mm -hmm. What makes the difference between whether or not you're at Ohio State in three weeks or if you're in Ohio State in six months? I think my decision uh, rides on kind of how many games our season is going to have here in Washington, because uh, like I said, I'm I'm really close to the Washington State receiver records and uh, those mean a lot to me. And I also still haven't gotten a ring with my team yet. And, um, you know, I've been playing with the same teammates since second grade and we're all best friends and um, it'd just be heartbreaking if we never got a championship together. So I'm re really looking forward to that. But if um, if the positives outweigh the negatives in um, going and rolling early, um, then I'm going to have to do that. What was it in these last couple of weeks, uh, Emeka? I mean, if you were to break down your overall recruitment, what would you have changed? What would you have done the same? And what would your advice be to the next guy that walks through Stella Combs uh, high hallways that's in your position? Yeah, um, I don't think I would change too much. I've learned a lot from this process and um, it's been very educational for me, uh, the good and the bad. Uh, to the next person who walks through the halls, um, I guess I would tell them that they should do what's best for them. Um, everything's business and um, as genuine as a coach may be, they wouldn't recruit you if you weren't good at football. And right. that's just the reality of it. So um, I'm looking to use Ohio State as an outlet uh, for my success. And that's why I didn't make an emotional decision. Um, even though I have a great relationship with Coach Hartline and Coach Day, um, I still uh, thought that Ohio State would be the best place for me and my um, career. Don't put anyone, don't put any names to anything, okay? Mm -hmm. What was the weirdest thing any coach did or said to you in the recruiting process? So one time, I think I got I got offered through a text message, and it was before I was a junior, so technically they're not allowed to do that. And the text said something like, come here, you'll be starting right away, something like that. And I've never even met the coach or talked to him, not even once in my life. Is, um, is, I'm, I'm probably missing another story that's out there there's been a lot there's been lots of stuff um especially when you're in the position i am and i'm sure a lot of other highly touted recruits yeah. have some stories like that but that's what i think of off the top of my head is there a lesson learned in recruiting that that like the best one that your parents helped you to deal with this like what was the one thing that they had to show you and say hey take a step back this is what this is this is what this is because you know, you started this process when you were 15 years old, mm -hmm. when you got your Florida State offer. Mm -hmm. Like, what what did they show you that really uh, helped you get on the right track for this? Yeah, I think it was uh, what I was just talking about, how um, you're you're being recruited because you're you uh, you're really good at football. 
um, even though you might be a great person and the coaches love you and you just have a great relationship with them, you're being recruited because you play football. And that's, um, that's something my parents instilled in me. And um, just to realize that uh, everyone maybe not be as genuine as possible. They just really want you to come to the university. So that's why I look um, at everything from a subjective standpoint and I don't really uh, bring my emotions or bias into it. How much impact is a guy like Terry McLaurin have on a receiver right now as a young guy? You're seeing him, and he was not a five-star receiver coming out of high school, not highly touted. But now you see him maybe as one of the top two or three receivers in the NFL right now. How does the impact uh, of Terry McLaurin and the role Brian Hartline played in developing him how did that like was that proof in the pudding or I mean is that the type of stuff where you're like hey everyone says this but here's actual yeah. evidence yeah even though um coach Hartline only coached him for a year uh, he came in and he and he made a change right away and um I remember talking to it was either Paris or Terry and they were talking about uh going to a, a joint wide receiver workout with uh again no names but a lot of NFL stars that you see now um at the receiver position and they were just miles above the rest as far as technique, footwork, hands, and football IQ. So that was just a little thing uh, that definitely reassured me about uh, the success Coach Hartline has seen in his receiver room. Yeah, I think you got to meet Terry on your visit to Ohio State last October for the Wisconsin game. I think yeah. he was there uh, pregame. Last thing, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Can you walk the listeners and watchers through the phone call with Heartline and, and Ryan Day on Tuesday morning when you did commit to Ohio State? Yeah, so um, I'm not going to say the school, but I was wearing a different sweatshirt than Ohio State. Um, so the first thing I did was uh, called up my parents, told them that I was going to prank them, and then I added Coach uh, Heartline and Coach Day to the call. And I was only showing my face at that time, so they couldn't see my surroundings. And then I was with my dad, so I grabbed him went over to the couch and uh, my face was still showing so they couldn't see the sweatshirt I was wearing. And then my opening line to the uh, to the FaceTime call was, hey coach, uh, got some bad news, um, really unfortunate. And then I zoomed the camera out so they can see the sweatshirt that I'm wearing. And then, um, and then instead of saying, I didn't choose Ohio State, I said, it's getting really hot in my room. <laughs> and then I took off my sweatshirt and revealed the shirt that I was actually wearing. That was a Buckeye shirt. And then, you know, they just went crazy and my mom was crying and it was just, it was a big, it was a big moment. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you taking time uh, for Letterman Row watchers and listeners, um, readers for giving us a little bit of insight into your choice. And um, I'm sure they will get a chance to know you a lot better over these next four years. So this is Emeka Abuka. He is Ohio State's uh, 21st commitment in the class of the 2021 and five-star receiver from Steelacum, Washington. Is it Steelacum? Stelacoma? Stelacum. Stelacum. I Stelacum. don't know. I'm yeah. not really, I'm, I'm losing. It's actually kind of cold out here. I, it is, yeah. But it, we got sun in Seattle, so uh, I guess that's a, a positive yeah, omen. Yeah, so. always a positive. Positive omen. Good news for Ohio State. He's going to be a Buckeye. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. We will be back uh, with more on Emeka Buka's decision in the near future. Thanks. Go Bucks. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.